Metacritic has had its hands full with some angry alleged gamers attempting to plant review bombs at Site A. After abusive backlash over the new Horizon Forbidden West update, Metacritic says they're stepping up their moderation game. And huge news regarding the future of the Microsoft Activision merger. We're going to talk about this and a whole bunch more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back. We're the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. Uh, you can catch us on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. Talking about the games. My name is Erock the Red. Joined every week by Full Clip. What's going on, dude? How are you? What's going on? Pretty good. You know, we, we've had this nice little lull in news about... Microsoft Activision, we haven't had to talk about that in so long. Surely nothing major is going to happen this week that we have to, you know, get back into that on. Yeah, I, I don't know what could have possibly happened. Like, coming into today, very little stuff to talk about. Uh -huh. Today, like, eight eight more things happen. Big yeah. things. Yeah, we're so all over the place. It's exciting, yes. I'm very much all over the place. And I'm exhausted. I've been, like, talking all day. Um, I was at work, and, like, it was... This is different from the normal, and um, yeah, my I'm just tired. I'm just tired, dude. So you know, yeah. let's let's get this uh, let's get this show started. Let's talk about some games. You been playing anything fun? Um, I'll get more into that when we get into the new releases. I've uh, I've tried out some cassette beasts, so we'll be talking oh, about that a little bit. I'm uh, so excited for this. Yeah. So how about you? Have you gone cast off yet? Cast less. Cast away. And I mean less because I still have this stupid brace on, but I have nimble thumbs, so I can play games. Although, so it was just yesterday at the cast off, and uh, I did not get a chance to really um, get into anything. So I'm just kind of like I went through like my library on Steam, and I'm trying to determine what I'm gonna play. And I think uh, I'm down to um. The Star Wars Fall, Fall uh, Fallen, whatever. The last yeah. Star Wars one. Not the new one. Yeah. Um, and uh, Titanfall 2 or Death Stranding. Those are the three that I'm, like, deciding on what I want to pick. I started, I got Roller Drome in the most recent Humble Bundle. Um, and I played that a little bit. And that is, like, a, um, it's like Tony Hawk where you, like, shoot people. Yeah. And, like, your score is based on, like, your roller skating and your cool shooting prowess. So, uh, I played that for a little bit. And, um, yeah, it was fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't know which of the three to go with. The more I keep reading about the new Star Wars, the more I'm thinking I want to get in there and play the old one. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Any suggestions? You know, that one's nice and topical. Titanfall 2 has been out for quite a while. And that's one that you're, you know, it's kind of evergreen. So you can always come back to that. That's true. Uh, that's true. And that's the one I've, out of the three, that's the only one that I have played. Um, I probably think I played it maybe like four hours or whatever. I never yeah. got through the, the campaign. Now, I did play some Death Stranding not that long ago. I uh, picked it up from the Epic Game Store around Christmas when they gave it out for free. I didn't go back to it after, you know, basically what i edited into a video from the first couple of hours yeah it's uh it's one of those games that's like so complicated by the hideo kojima style it is like it's gonna look like metal gear solid when you finish a mission uh yeah. but but in this it's like it's nothing crazy you just kind of walked from point a to point b and some crazy stuff happened but then you have like 17 different numbers being thrown at you you don't know what any of them mean you get an s yeah. rank for your walking yeah I never know what any of that means. And I'm like, how is S better than A? I don't I still don't understand that. In my life, A is the top, not You're S. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But I do think that Death Stranding probably the the gameplay, the the mechanic probably fits the Steam Deck pretty well. You know, I could just sit on the couch and um, you know, during these long hikes or whatever you gotta do, I could just yeah. be like watching uh some T V show or something, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, from what I saw, it does get kind of crazy at points, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to miss the crazy Kojima, but I did hear that, like, you know, during those long hikes where you're, like, carrying shipments of babies. I don't know. That's what I know. think <laughs> yes. from, happens from the trailer. Babies but, and uh, monster. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. Um, but I want to hear about what you played, so let's get into uh, our new releases from last week. All right, first up, Cassette Beasts came out April 26th on PC. Uh, It was a day one uh, PC Game Pass release, so uh, it is out there uh, to download if you have um, Game Pass for PC. Uh, It's a turn-based role-playing game. you got to, like, record uh, these creatures to gain their abilities, and um, there's about, what is it, 120 monsters and the fusion system that allows you to fuse different monsters together. And what I read is that you could create over 14,000 variations of these monsters. Um, and uh, so that with Xbox One X and S and the Nintendo Switch uh, coming out May 25th. So um, those are in the future. But now, give me the scoop. Yeah. So, so this already came out. The launch was for Game Pass, PC Game Pass specifically, yep. and uh, Steam. So this is about a twenty dollars game. So don't like think it's a AAA title or anything like that. Yeah, it's got it's got this new style that I'm seeing a lot in these games. It's just very interesting. It's the retro pixelation, but new effects. You've got like the mm-hmm. ambient occlusion and the uh, just nice a nice blending of old and new um, okay. as far as the graphics go. But it is. Uh, we can say heavily inspired by Pokemon. Oh, for um, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And a little bit of like uh, other role-playing games, turn-based uh, combat systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You're, you're instead of throwing Pokeballs this time, you've got like a Walkman. So it's a little bit of a throwback to the 80s and 90s. And on this Walkman, you have your different options like play, stop, pause, fast forward, record. And each one of those is like attack, use an item, swap which tape you are. And the tape like the tape is what turns you into the monster. So you're not just throwing monsters out. You're right. becoming the monster. Okay. Um, and you have, uh, it works a lot like Pokemon in the way that you level them up individually. They're going to learn new moves as you do. But the fusion thing is what's crazy. And there's there's always been this website called like Pokefusion or something where you could, uh, you could do these fun little experiments and, and fuse two Pokemon together and see what they would look like. And sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not much. But... This game like sort of builds that entire mechanic in. So if you are uh, with a partner and you go to fight and you're close enough and you have a relationship with that person because there's a whole like backstory going on, um, you're able to fuse your cassette beasts together into one. And all of your stats are combined. You can use any of their moves. And there's uh, usually a pretty good bonus that goes with it as far as like your health, your strength, different things like that. Now, what did, when you fuse them together, does it change the way they look? Yeah, so it is a combination of the two. Oh, how does it look? Does it look like kind of just thrown together? Does it look cool? Well, I've really only seen the one so far, and it was the same one that's in the trailer. And, well, from the trailer, if there were other fusions, I'm not sure, because I haven't seen more than, say, the first ten of these beasts around okay. the levels in the I mean it feels very much tutorial like to where I've gotten so far but I know it's supposed to open up into an open world after this um I think I think I'm going to buy it after we finish this episode it sounds so cool like it sounds like something I'm I'm looking for I haven't played a turn-based like role-playing game in a long time and the idea that you can combine them to make like different things yeah. what a cool idea I always like that um and things and i mean this this one really fits a niche because i've been in the mood for a long time to possibly like emulate one of the old game boy games of pokemon and have that old school style while sitting on the pc and doing whatever else i want listen to a podcast or something right exactly if you do that past the first or second gen i don't know what any of the pokemon are anymore yeah so why not go with something else that is combining new with old and i'm not gonna know what these beasts are anyway sure yeah exactly yeah my um uh, my son is super into Pokemon lately. Like he has the Pokedex and he has it like memorized. 
Like he knows what everything turns into. So I'm wondering if if he would get a kick out of it. I'm sure he would. Like, is anything yeah. like um more mature or is it still all kind of childlike, uh, like Pokemon stuff? Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say mature, mature. Nothing like that. There's like innocent innuendo, I guess I would say. Gotcha. Okay. Like yeah, a that's kid's fine. not going to pick up on it. But Yeah, exactly. I didn't know there was just like, you know, just giant breast uh, no, beasts. No. There's a little bit of dialogue, I mean, like when you fused with this girl, and it's clearly like hinting at something if you have a mature and dirty mind. But yeah. I don't think a, a, like a five year old's not going to pick up on that. Sweet, yeah, it's seventeen ninety nine on Steam right now. So um, I don't know, it sounds great. Yeah, tell him we have Pokemon at home, and this is Pokemon at home. Exactly, dude. Yeah, he doesn't care as long as. So is there after you have one of the monsters? Is there like a way, like a Pokedex encyclopedia type thing where you could go look at them afterwards? Yeah, yeah you have like That's- a bestiary. That's all he wants and thinks. He yes. every time I play anything, he's like, "Open up the encyclopedia, open up the the characters." Like oh, just yeah. even in, in Dredge, like I'm playing Dredge, you know, and he's like, "I want to see all the fish," so I have to like show him like all the different fish. Nice, interesting. So this is what you know at a certain point is what shapes your gaming, like what your kid's gonna like. Yeah, <laughs> you know it is what it is. But if we could both get vibe on something, even better. All right. Next up, the last case of Benedict Fox came out April 27th uh, for Xbox One, Xbox XS, and PC. This is a like um, uh, a Metroidvania. It's a it's got a Lovecraftian style. You got to solve this mystery, and um, you ex- you just explore this this world. And one of the cool things uh, that I read. You could explore like the minds of the uh, recently deceased to try to get clues to solve this mystery, and then there's a bunch of puzzles and demons and stuff that you got to fight. Um, this one is also available on Game Pass, um, and I have not been hearing great things about it. So I was I really wanted to like it, so it just came out uh, as of this recording today. Um, and I really wanted to get it in there and give it a try beforehand to see what all the fuss is about. Because um, right now on Steam, I think it's at like a like 30% positive reviews. There were no reviews on Metacritic or OpenCritic that I could find to base this off of. But people were complaining about the controls are really janky and the game is pretty buggy. But I was shocked that I could not find more about this game. Because it's been... We've we've talked about it a few times. Yeah, you know, weird. But um, just based on the style, I I, I thought it was going to be awesome, the way it looks and stuff like that, and being a cool Metroidvania. But yeah, we'll see. I, I'll hopefully get in there. Maybe maybe tonight if I well, we'll see. I got I got cassette beats calling my name now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, I'm interested to see what all the you know the the negativity is about. Yeah. Yeah, this was a sequel to. Do you remember the first one? It's called oh, like, the no. Curious Case of Benedict Fox or something. Really? No, I did. I didn't even know that. So this, this is. His I think last so. Case. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but maybe you're thinking of Curious Case of Benjamin Button. See, that's that's what movie. it sounds like. But uh, I can swear there's another Benedict Fox game out there. <laughs> All right. Maybe you're thinking of just like a fox that you saw outside one day. Probably yes. Star Fox 64 <laughs> uh, actually. You're thinking of Star Fox, of course. <laughs> um or. Bubsy. Was it Bubsy <laughs> it was the Fox? Bubsy, that's it. Bubsy's back. Um, all right. Let's uh and then our last one, the big one this week. Um Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out April 28th, PS5, Xbox, uh, X, S, and PC. Third person adventure game. Like you're playing a movie, you're Kale Kestis, you're using the force, you're doing all this cool stuff. Um, this one, um, set five years after the previous title and it's um all new abilities because you're more powerful now you've got these force abilities uh different fighting styles so uh just seems to be more of the same but this one is getting amazing reviews currently at an 86 on metacritic and um yeah just i'm seeing eights nines everywhere it looks it looks awesome which is the reason why i want to get in and try the old one because um you know that one was was great too so um yeah yeah like it's making a person who's not a huge star wars fan like myself really really want to to play it so i can't imagine imagine being like a huge like star wars fan and having this amazing uh game um right there so yeah it's uh 
you know, it's, we don't get a, a new Titanfall because uh, you know Respawn's gonna just gonna be making the these Star Wars games if, if, as long as they continue to do well. Yeah. Just gonna keep making these games over and over again. But yeah, you gonna try it out? You think you think you'll you'll check it out at some point? I'd love to. Um, it looks like a really great game. Everything we've seen so far looks awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a matter of like, uh, I don't know if I want to spend the money on it. It's just uh, for sure. There's yeah. a lot of other stuff out there. Well, even like the first one, I, like I got that one for four dollars. You know the or oh, yeah. I don't know if it's the first one, the last one. <laughs> you know, like and then by the time you're done playing that one, this one will be four dollars. Yeah, bingo, yeah. patient gamer. Yeah, I think I could definitely see picking this one up on a sale. I, I can wait. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan yeah. either, in particular. Yeah, for games like this, like I do get the FOMO, like when everybody's playing it and talking about it. But when there's not a multiplayer element to it, I don't mind, you know, waiting because I have so many other stories that I'm in the middle of that, um, you know, I could I could wait. Yeah. All right, those were um, our major new releases from this past week. Uh, there were a, f- a few more actually that I debated putting on the list, but like, so you go check out um, the games that came out. A lot of great games. Looks like we're just, you know, we're heating up here in getting into the summertime, um, getting ready to go. So, all right, let's move things along. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right, our top news, the never-ending nightmare that is the xbox activision blizzard deal i had a major development recently so the uk government uh, they have this competition and markets authority and uh they are preventing uh the acquisition of activision blizzard by microsoft so this came out of nowhere i thought like we just recently were talking about how it seemed like it was a go. Like yeah, in the UK specifically. A couple, a couple weeks ago, yeah, we're like, all right, this is like everybody seems to be getting ready for um, this to finally happen. And then all of a sudden, they um, the CMA shut it down and they announced um, – here, I'm going to read uh, some of the, the quotes from this whole thing. Um, they said that the decision to block the deal was due to the implications for cloud gaming. And out of everything, everything that we've talked about, like, did you ever think that, like, cl- the cloud was going to be, like, the breaking point of this thing? No, like, I mean, we definitely know? talked about it. It came up, concerns yeah. over it, but I didn't think that that was a big deal. Right? Yeah, it was like, I mean, everything was focused on Call of Duty and, and like, the, the, uh, the games being made available, but... Um, Yeah, it seems like the issue is with the cloud. So uh, the CMA said the deal would alter the future of the fast growing cloud gaming market, leading to reduced innovation and less choice for UK gamers over the years to come. So that was the the reason reduced innovation and less choice. Um, And then um, Microsoft did say that they they are going to appeal the decision and they were disappointed by uh, the result, Uh, specifically Brad Smith the vice chair and president of Microsoft said, uh, we remain fully committed to this acquisition and will appeal. The CMA's decision rejects a pragmatic path to address competition concerns and discourages technology innovation and investment in the United Kingdom. We have already signed contracts to make Activision Blizzard's popular games available on 150 million more devices. And we remain committed to reinforcing these agreements through regulatory remedies uh, we're especially disappointed that after lengthy deliberations, this decision appears to reflect a flawed understanding of this market and the way the relevant cloud technology actually works. So, um, yeah, obviously not happy about this decision, um, but I'm I'm assuming that you know when when they thought it had something to do with um, the games. They went out and did this tour of like, you get a Call of Duty and you get Call of Duty. I'm assuming that this next tour is going to be to cloud services, getting their games put on, you know, whatever. Yep. Game and Pass on like, the Switch. It's going to be everywhere. Yeah. It's a. It's sad that um, what was the uh, the um, the one that just died? 
was like Amazon's one. I don't remember. They were uh, what Google was the Stadia. Lo- the Stadia was yeah, the Stadia. That's the one I'm thinking. Of. And then Amazon had the Luna or whatever. It sucks that those guys um, they folded too early. They could have been getting game- all the Game Pass games pretty soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, I, yeah. I do you think it's going to happen still? Do you think this they'll appeal and they'll come back and and work this out? I, I think they probably still will. I mean, I we've we've talked about the same point over and over again in the long time we've been talking about this, but I don't know what happens if if the UK like just completely flat out denies them, but everybody else is okay with it. Do they yeah. create a separate branch to handle themselves in the UK than everywhere else? Or yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, and it's not ever like so. The FTC still has a lawsuit against. Um, them and um somewhere else was, was had a hard time with it too so you know it's definitely not a done deal but they've come they've worked so hard for this whole what has it been a year over a year right seems like it seems it like five. Seem many years can you imagine after all this and all they've done and, and kind of sacrifice along the way if it doesn't go through yeah like that's this? gonna suck for them Big time, man. That would be, I feel like, um, yeah, I think it will be devastating for Microsoft. I think the investment just in the time, and I'm sure capital, I'm sure the money going into the lawyers and stuff to get this thing going, the tour of Call of Duty. Um, so, yeah, dude, it's 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 crazy. I hate talking about it, I'm going to tell you. Like, it's interesting, but, like, I'm so sick of it. I just want something to happen. Um, and I guess this is, this is what happens. This is the monkey paw. I was like, just let something happen. And it's like, fine. Yeah. You're out. So yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Um, let's see. There's, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a ton of like really interesting quotes from both sides. Bobby Kotick, the Activision head, he had some things to say. Um, and then Brad Smith is, they're attacking like the UK specifically, you know, mm-hmm. saying that, you know, you're not, you know, like technology, you're yeah. backwards. So I was a little surprised to see how spicy they were getting about the CMA because didn't they do the same thing to the FTC and they said some stuff that was like, everybody's like, oh, you've gone too far over the line. And they're like, oh, oh, we were just, uh, you know, kidding. Yeah, they definitely get really pissy about this when uh, when this happens. So, yeah, I, uh, you know. We could talk about this for a lot longer, and I'm, I don't have it in me. But um, if you're interested in it, go check out um, a few things. There's the you could check out their official the the um, the CMA's official notice about this, and it tells you more about the the things that um, the reasons they they thought this that you know the the Microsoft wouldn't be it wouldn't benefit the cloud. Um, very interesting lengthy thing about that and then yeah respond the responses another thing i thought was funny too while we're talking about it is how like the cma just blatantly just came right out and we're like okay also we saw through this whole thing with nintendo and the nintendo can't run call of duty anyways it's like we saw that okay yeah 10-year deal exactly what we said i think right yeah yeah we called them i mean originally it's like what are you talking about you can't you can't do that. Are you talking about like Call of Duty Mobile coming to the Switch? And yeah. then they doubled down and they said, uh, "No, fully feature compatible, uh, p- feature parity." They yeah. said uh, on the Switch. Okay, don't yeah. know how that's going to happen, but it was funny. I went there like, yeah, they're like, "Listen, you don't have Nintendo can't do it." So who knows? I mean, who knows what Nintendo has planned in the future? Yeah, you know, these. I'm sure they're going to pop out a huge next gen console. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was another interesting point. But, yeah, it's caddy, man. Between Microsoft and Activision and the CMA, it's, it's like an episode yeah. of Real Housewives. All right, let's move. Do you want to talk about this more? I don't want to steer the you know, conversation. I'm sure the bomb that drops next week about this will yeah. will get everybody, you know, yep. satisfied. Absolutely. Um, speaking of bombs dropping... Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. We had a gameplay reveal trailer, release date reveal trailer. Lots of really uh, exciting things happening regarding Armored Core 6. Did you watch the trailer for this? Oh, yeah. 
what are your thoughts? I know you're a mech guy. <laughs> well, my thoughts ultimately were, why couldn't it be Gundam? This is Namkai Bando, the same... Bandai... Yeah. Na- Did I say that? <laughs> Bandai Namco, the same company. Go. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, it's uh, It looks awesome. And it's yeah. funny, too, because I was... As I'm watching this, I'm like... I because I I'm like I don't really, I don't know if I played an armor core and then as soon as it came on and it started showing some gameplay I was like oh yeah I played this and I'm terrible at it yeah. I'm so bad at the movement um of the but it looks so good that I will get good at it yeah because, and I mean like produced by FromSoft how can you turn it down right yeah exactly you can't um and very different game you know from elden it has no you couldn't even tell it had anything to do with like elden ring or um the dark souls games but it does still have those giant like boss battles you know which look awesome i'm really excited to see to see those uh when it's all done and this was crazy like this was announced in december and it's coming out august 20th fifth of this year dude so not long that's like right after my birthday so that'd be a nice uh, little birthday present um but yeah it looks great and we're only seeing like i mean previous versions of this have had like i don't know how many multiple different types of mechs and like upgrades and customization that you could do to it and we already saw a bunch of it and it was just you know the tip of the iceberg and it looked dope like when it turned into that tank thing and it was Uh like you know, Tokyo drifting along on its on its tank wheels, and then it would fly and shoot all these rockets. I was like, "Yeah, it looks awesome." So, yeah, August twenty fifth. Mark it on your calendars. I'm sure we'll probably get some more, uh, some more trailers leading up to it. But uh, yeah, I am hyped. Another uh, surprise trailer: uh, Funko Fusion, a Funko Pop um game with yeah. all these <laughs> incredible licenses just popping out randomly like where else could you get like um he-man and um the thing or umbrella academy back to the future like all in one place it was uh really cool really strange yeah yeah it was and i was amazed I didn't hear about this until two days after it came out. I was Me amazed either. that people aren't talking about this more. Right. Yeah. I mean, the amount. So the other ones we saw, Jurassic World, uh, Child's Play, Shaun of the Dead. It's got like it childlike gameplay with the thing and zombies and like all this stuff. Um, and it's all these little Funko guys. Now, what it yeah. really reminds me of is the lego games very 100%. very similar cartoony style the gameplay style looks um yeah. similar well not yeah. that i really saw much, any gameplay but you know what i mean like the idea especially like after playing lego jurassic world for yeah. hours and hours uh it, it looks like it could be the same game in that little section but in this trailer you're popping around so much i think battlestar galactica is in there yeah so you're seeing like spaceships. You're seeing Chucky with a with a knife about to murder somebody. Shaun of the it Dead was hitting crazy. that zombie. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So and it just kept adding more and more. And then I'm like, well, what's this? St-? Like Funko has licenses for literally everything. And I'm yeah. like, what is to stop them? Um, you know, from putting this stuff in there. And reading more about it, I did see it was NBC Universal. Um, were all the the characters in there? So oh, basically, yeah. anything from the NBC Universal. So we're waiting um, for the office. Exactly. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Sure. Like I could see that this, like, whatever this game is going to be, if it's going to be a sandbox game, if there's going to be a story, like I don't know, but they have a gold mine in front of them. Yeah. Um. Just real quick, let me read a quote here. Um. From Arthur Parsons, the um, 1010 Games Design Director and Co-Founder. He said, it's incredibly exciting to be able to show everyone with the team here at 1010 Games has been up to harnessing the incredible properties we've been entrusted with by our partners at Universal Games and digital platforms, bringing them together into a gaming experience that is incredibly fun, surprising, authentic, and celebrates fandom like never before, all experienced through a Funko lens. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. He says, dozens of playable characters in Funko Pop form from popular NBC Universal stories. Um, so, yeah. 
who knows what is next, but um, set to come out sometime in 2024 on PC and uh, consoles. So, yeah, I'm excited. What what um what else? What else does NBC Universal have? They don't they have like this the like the monsters like Dracula and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I saw that. That's part of this. The uh, what do they call them? Like just NBC monsters collection. Yeah, Universal monsters. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um. So yeah, it's um. Let's see. I'm looking up NBC Universal properties yeah. here. We got. Oh my goodness. Well, they own. Do like, they own Nickelodeon? DreamWorks and Amblin, Illumination. Um. I don't know unless Nickelodeon is another subsidiary. I don't see a list here, but okay, I mean, just they're, like yeah, they're Paramount, like DreamWorks and Illumination and stuff like that. Dude, that the amount of movies that you could bring in with that, crazy. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm not like I'm not a Funko collector, you know. I don't I don't have the characters, but like I like anything like oh, I, before I, I should mention that Ten Ten Games is made up of people from. Telltale, the people that made the Lego games. So that's why it has that that similar style. So I expect good things from them. So yeah. Just more more cool, more cool stuff. Give me uh give me Shaun of the Dead and Back to the Future in the same thing, and I don't care what it is, I'm buying it. Right. <laughs> you know? Alright, so we know now what half of the old Telltale staff is doing. Let's find out what the other half is doing. Oh, they're making Star Trek Resurgence. Um, so developer Dramatic Labs finally gave us a release date for Star Trek Resurgence, May 23rd. It's going to be out for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, X, S, PC. So, um, yeah, you can finally play. We This was announced... Um, a long time ago. I remember talking about this, I think, long before we started doing the show. Um, but, yeah, what it is, it's basically like, like a, a visual, like a narrative adventure in the telltale style. So, um, you know, your choices matter. You're not doing much point-and-click type uh, type joint. But, um, yeah, it's set in, it's in a new, like, Star Trek world. It's set shortly after Star Trek The Next Generation. Um so, right there, not super far in the future. Got the past right there. Yeah, that's important to know. Um, and then, yeah, it's got um, all the people that have worked on the previous Telltale games. Well, not all of them, some of them um, are doing it. So, like, if you're a fan of those ones, uh, the Walking Dead games were fantastic. The um, uh, what was the one that I really loved? The um, the Wolf Among Us. Yeah, The Wolf Among Us was a dope game. Um, so, yeah, so it's got me excited that, that you know, they're back putting another Star. Are you a Star Trek guy? No more than a Star Wars guy. Wow. No, Do you like but... any space-based things? Yeah, Spaceballs. That's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic. So you're not really, like, a sci-fi uh, fan? Uh, I wouldn't even say that. It's just uh, those were a little before my time. Okay, but he, so since then, have you gotten into any space-based shows? Battlestar Galactica, uh, as we previously mentioned, none of or the big ones. You know, none of I, the new liked, Star uh, Treks, The Expanse. Nah, I, I've not mm. seen any of the new Star Trek movies or yeah. anything like that. I think Cowboy Bebop, though, stuff like that. I loved mm. that. Mm. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say you don't like sci-fi. We're just calling it. We're saying it's, it's official. I like the dystopian the sci-fi. I like the Mad mm. Max sci-fi. Like Dune. Did you like Dune? Didn't see that, but I, I think I would like that one. Dune was the, the greatest movie to come out that year. Watch it. Um, yeah, so Star Trek fans and Star Wars fans can rejoice in the same uh, on, on this in the same show. Or if you're a fan of both, you're double double rejoice and you probably oh, yeah. need to uh, change your panties. Uh, but yeah, this one, it's going to have all new characters. I know they did show Spock in the thing. So, um, yeah, we know. Yeah. Spock's always there. I don't understand how he lives in every single world. Um, but, you know, 
I don't care too much to find out as well. So, yeah. yeah. Live on, right. keep on keeping on. Is that what they say? <laughs> that's, yeah, do it again. That's, uh, that's exactly what Spock live, does. Live on and keep on keeping on. Oh, my on. God, dude. We're going to get death threats from the trek, the trekkers. Oh, oh it's going to happen. All right. Uh, we got to move on. Let's talk about something else. PlayStation Plus. Uh, the uh, PlayStation Plus announcement for May came out. Uh, getting Chivalry 2 and Grid Legends for PS4 and PS5, and Descenders for PS4. So let's see. Grid Legends is a racing game. Features the documentary-style live-action story mode Driven to Glory alongside uh, new race modes, 22-player multiplayer offering, and a career mode. So, yeah, Grid Grid, grid Masters, Grid Legends. Um, Chivalry 2, I own that one, and I love it. And I kind of forgot about it, but now that it's going to be on PlayStation Plus, I feel like the player base will have expanded, and um, we could get out there. What this is, it's giant 64-player brawls set in medieval times. So you just you pick, you have a sword or a mace or a giant hammer, and you run out there, and it's very important that while you're running towards the enemy, you hit the scream button, and you scream at the top of your lungs, which is the best part of the game, believe it or not. And then you run out there, and you have to... It's very, very difficult to master, but you have to swing the joystick in order to swing your weapon to get that critical blow. But man, when you bash someone's face in with a giant mace, it's good game. It's a good yeah. game. <laughs> So I definitely uh, I recommend that. There's a bunch of different like classes to choose from and stuff. You can play as an archer or like a medic and that sort of thing. Great game. Um, but I have the PS4 version, so now I have the PS5 version available to me. So not that I have room on my PS5. And then lastly, Descenders is a downhill um, mountain biking game where you can descend down a hill on a bike. I, I check it out. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a there's another similar game out there that had all the. I think you said you played it not that long ago. Had all like the wingsuit the, and stuff the Riders like that. Republic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. December seems I, a lot more chill than that. Yeah. I possibly jump into this. I, I played Downhill Domination back in the day, and every mm -hmm. time I see one of these games, it just takes me right back to seeing that game, and I, I would jump into one of these for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely looks cool, and it's not like, yeah. Um, super crazy racing type stuff but uh yeah it looks fun all right and last up ratings aggregator and current internet cesspool metacritic is um responded to some recent review bombings that took place um specifically uh the horizon forbidden west burning shores dlc um yeah so we didn't talk about it last week um but what happened was the dlc came out and it gives the main character an option at the end whether or not to um be friends with this girl or to have a romantic relationship with this girl and all the neckbeards out there had an issue with it and decided to review bomb the dlc at one point knocking it down to 2.7 on the um you know the user rating um yeah 100% yeah. the same people who had a problem with Aloy having like a little bit of peach fuzz on the skin when you zoom in 100% the worst people I don't understand it um it happened with The Last of Us it happened with, I mean, so many games. It's on, and, yeah. and in addition to, and not, it's not only review bombing. That's what we're talking about now, but on the greater thing. I mean, these people get death threats. Like this this character, the person who played, like Ashley Birch, um, like has gotten like literal like threats and their families have gotten threatened. And like, because uh, a character in a video game is not one that they can agree with. So, yeah, and, and last week I didn't even know. I mean, this is new information to me that it was an option. You didn't even have to choose that. Yet people right. are on there like, I don't know. Did you read any of the of the zero star reviews? I did. I looked at some of them, and it was it's disgusting. 
Like it's yeah. just people are. It's, it's just... a lot of pretty smooth brain energy there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make any sense why these people exist. Um, but Metacritic has said that they're going to do something to to fix this. So uh, a quote from um, Fandom, the parent company, the, the, the place that owns Metacritic, they said, Fandom is a place of belonging for all fans, and we take online trust and safety very seriously across all our sites, including Metacritic. Metacritic is aware of the abusive and disrespectful reviews of Horizon, for, Horizon Forbidden West burning shores, and we have a moderation system in place to track violations of our terms of use. Our team reviews each and every report of abuse, including but not limited to racist, sexist, homophobic insults to other users, etc. And if violations occur, the reviews are removed. We are currently evolving our processes and tools to introduce stricter moderation in coming months. Like, I don't believe a god darn word that that person said. Like, I've never seen any moderation on those sites. Yeah. If That's there the was, thing. we wouldn't be talking about this. Yeah. I mean, this is far from the first time it's ever happened. Uh, I, I mean, maybe I'm speaking from a point of privilege here that this kind of thing hasn't stuck in my memory, but has it ever been like a life, uh, uh, has it ever been people being attacked in the way that it is now? Because I know there are a million reasons people have review bombed games, oh, but sure. never quite this like volatile. Yeah, no, um, like I said, The Last of Us 2, I think was the biggest one. Um, that one had, I seen recently that that one had... I forget what, like a hundred over a hundred thousand review bombs like mm. on it like that one struck a chord um so i don't know i don't know what that was i i wasn't i was avoiding spoilers at the time but i do also think it has something to do with homophobia in that one as well with a lesbian character but um yeah i know i don't know most of the time yeah previously it's always been um this game doesn't play the way I want it to play, so I'm gonna, you know, review bomb it. But yeah. previously we haven't had, uh, you know, this is it's we're getting more and more social issues inside of our games. So I guess this is just something new that's gonna happen. But um, like I said, they're planning on doing something. I'll believe it when I see it. Like I don't think they're gonna do anything. They just want, you know, they're getting clicks, and that's what's getting them money whether it's negative or positive. So, um, yeah, so so we, we'll see. We'll see if they do anything. What do you think they could do besides, like, what they're claiming they do by removing negative reviews or, or not negative reviews? You know what I mean. Yeah, I think just getting to it faster. I mean, check, check that. Uh, it's, it's hard to say because I want to say check, like, Check your audience score versus the critical score, but at the same time, that would probably not work because we just saw the Mario movie on Metacritic um, have a big disparity there. But sure. if, if you yeah. see like 10,000 zero star reviews, what game honestly deserves a zero out of 10? Yeah. What game in the world? I mean, even the worst you can get of a one or two star. So when they see that happening, happening, maybe there's something that flags that in the system and they can start paying a little more attention to that. And if you're staving this off before it's happening or as it's happening, people are going to understand, like, I'm not going to waste my time creating five accounts and, and putting these negative reviews on here. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you, one place that I think does it great uh, is Steam. You, the reviews are all verified. You have to own the game to, you know, to leave a review and it shows right on there. Like, okay, this person bought this game then and they played it for however many hours. And that way, like you, this stops all these people from like jumping on the bandwagon and, and doing these negative reviews because they're not owning the game. I don't know how you do that. If you have to sign in with like your, Let's say your, you know, a, a you whatever like your PlayStation yeah. Network name link, or link your, your networks, your Xbox name or whatever, um, and then people could see on there like your profile that you did that. I think that would would shut it down. I don't know what goes into that. And obviously, again, they would miss out on all the the clicks that are getting people to go to yeah. Metacritic and leave a review. So I don't know. And you know that that could possibly be a negative because do you think that review bombing is ever? 
like a legitimate form of protest if somebody does something crazy with loot boxes for instance do you think a review bomb is a good way to say like hey ea this is how we feel about what you're doing yeah yeah no that's a, that is a good point too when it's like something that's not um you know disgusting and, and yeah and vile if it is something that is something that yeah draws attention to it and gets um but at the same time like it's hard like you said like how do you leave a game like a one or whatever you know yeah. it's yeah i don't know i've never looked at user scores even before this was an issue it was always just like you know and people say never trust critics because they're paid or whatever but like you know they're more rational they, they're getting they're they're getting paid to put factual information out there as a point as opposed to you know just people hearing out a forum that they need to do this yeah yeah so um yeah we'll see we'll see if anything comes of that i doubt it but you know we can hope right um right while we're on the topic of horizon did you also see that gorilla game said that they're they're fully invested into um into aloy and they're that's the the next game they're going to be working on yeah and I, i mean i actually heard that this dlc was pretty good that they didn't even give you all of the quality of life updates and people started cataloging those on the side. Mm, nice. Yeah. So, um, I know a lot of people were hoping for a return to, um, kill zone, uh, but more horizon is on the horizon. Bam. That's a mic drop right there. I did the double horizon yeah. thing. All right. Which is good. Cause we got to get out of here. You got anything else you want to talk about before we leave? I do have- I do have one thing, Ooh, and this won't take more than like two and a half minutes. I'm, I got I got time. Okay. I got a little tale of twisted fate for you, and it involves Xbox Game Pass. Mm, mm, so mm. if you could refresh my memory of how exactly uh, you did this. I know you talked about it on the show before, but you paid for like two years up front, and you got three years worth. Is that about? Um, no, I paid for three years worth. I got three years worth, um, but it was like that's the max that you could get. Okay. I'm so not trying idea, to. There yeah, was some yeah, yeah. deal in there, wasn't well, there? Well, it was. So it, it, you're not paying. I was. I paid for Xbox Live, which is, an, is a different service at a lesser price, which you could still yeah, do this, everybody. Okay. Buy three years of Xbox Live, convert it to Game Pass because it's much, much cheaper. Still so able to do So for the price, this. it was like buying two years. Is that right? Basically, yeah. So but I think it was. Well, I don't even know. It was they're fifty dollars a year for for Xbox Gold or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, one hundred fifty bucks for three years, uh, as opposed to whatever it is now, oh, yeah. fifteen well, dollars like, a month or whatever. Well, if we're talking Xbox Ultimate, it'd be like one hundred eighty dollars a year. Yeah, so, so yeah, I got like less than uh, the price of a year for three years. Okay, well, when we get through this, you tell me if this would be an appealing deal to you. No, I already, I, (laughs) yes, I read it, and yeah, but I will, explain it to me. So a Redditor that goes by the name Elvite, or Elvite, I don't know which way you would pronounce it, uh, some sort of uh, reward program that Microsoft was holding, there are are like, um, I think that it was through the Xbox rewards, which you can then enter into a sweepstakes, to win certain prizes. Yeah. So this Redditor entered into one of those and won a lifetime subscription to Xbox, well, Game Pass Ultimate. So that includes PC, Xbox, and cloud gaming. Now, what a lifetime is, I couldn't tell you. I'm sure it's in the fine print. Uh, but this, in the United States, which people outside of the United States seem to be a little uh, you know, unaware of this, when you win something through a sweepstakes, whether that's, this situation or you're on the price is right and you win a car you're still liable for the taxes on that so the value of that thing you've won is uh is applied to your taxes as taxable income so given this uh lifetime of xbox game pass at 15 dollars a month that equaled out to about 7300 dollars that would be put onto this person's tax bill uh, or sorry not onto the bill but that would be taxable income and on top of that, they would need to pay about $1,752 this year in order to have this. Now, that doesn't sound that bad depending on your circumstances, I guess. But the $7,300, I calculated that out to be about uh, 40 years worth of Xbox Game Pass. So that's what they're calling the lifetime. Who okay. knows what's going to be around in 40 years if this even survives the next 10, 15, 20. 
That's exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah. Could two years from now it could be done. Like, and then you're out seventeen hundred dollars in tax money. Like, yeah, crazy. So that would uh, what that person would have to pay in taxes right now is worth ten years of Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, and it would be meaning it would be ten years of uh, using it before he would ever see any sort of return on that or any sort of yeah. benefit. So he is uh, he's technically would be paying ten years up front and getting forty years of service. You know, if it's even around. Yeah, crazy. so you wouldn't take that deal. <laughs> I wouldn't like I thought about it after I saw this article, too, and I was like, I mean, that's pretty sweet. But like, you know, a bird in the hand is worth a bush or something. You know, that's what they say. Yeah. So Elvite or Elvite uh, turned this down because of those reasons. And it seems like a, a little bit of an oversight on Microsoft's part. Uh, I feel like they should have, like, included the tax money in with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be like it. It doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? Even just like there's got to be a way to accept a gift without having to pay the tax. It doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, that's stupid. Um, and if it was like, I don't know. The the issue is the length of time. You're absolutely right. Like who knows what, what Game Pass is going to be five years from now, ten years from now, forty years from now. So um, hopefully there was like a um, – I don't know. You think they would put something in the fine print that says like, if this doesn't exist in this period of time, that like, here's Get, like a cash equivalent. Yeah, sure. this is seventy three hundred dollars we're talking about. To Microsoft, it's you can sneeze and ruin yeah. that amount of money at Microsoft. Yeah. Very true. So yeah, just um, you, nothing is free in life. This is this is the moral of today's story. Right. Um. All right. On that note. Thank you so much for watching this episode, listening to this episode of Gaming News Weekly. My name is Eric the Red. This guy is Full Clip. You can find us on Fruit Lab uh, out there playing video games, doing our thing, um, posting videos of cool stuff. Uh, you can also see that on uh, GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. That's where Full Clip will also post cool stuff, as well as um, it'll be over on Twitch every once in a while, Full Clip underscore F-L. Uh, you can check out this show, among other things, on YouTube at Pop Culture Playground. Uh, also check out this show in podcast form, anywhere podcasts are found. And then go over to TikTok and watch us dancing. That's you know, that's the only thing that's on TikTok. And then like um, I'm like sh showing my breasts in a reflection of something. Yeah, that's a thing now too. Um, don't ask me how I know that. All right. That is it. Did I forget anything? I think we got everything right. That's everything. It's I'm gotta tired, be dude. I am so tired. I'm like, I said, peace or bad. Um, all right. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.